This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, this is BJ. Thanks for listening to our show's podcast. If you're a fan of all things geeky, you should check out my other podcast, BJ Shea's Geek Nation. We have new episodes every day, and you can check it out at bjgeeknation.com. Your home is going into foreclosure, and you feel like a financial wreck. You don't know where to turn for accurate information. I'm bankruptcy attorney Travis Gagné. Let's talk about some legal options. If we work quickly, we can propose a plan to save your home, modify the loan, or in many cases, even eliminate your second mortgage. The consultation is free. I've helped hundreds of people just like you make informed decisions about whether to save their home or exit it on a reasonable, organized timeline. The chapter you choose sets the tone for the next chapter of your life. Please contact me today at ChooseTheRightChapter.com. That's ChooseTheRightChapter.com. 99.9 KISW, The Rock of Seattle. Red Hot Chili Peppers are in Australia right now. I guess they're doing a tour over there. Nice. And uh, their drummer, Chad Smith, you know, they, he had the night off. And he's like, you know what I want to do? I want to go play drums. <laughs> <laughs> he does love playing the drums. I mean, he'll yeah. show up to Seahawk games and he'll play with, like, Blue Thunder. He does a lot of charity stuff. So, I mean, I guess he's not sick of it yet. No, not at all. Uh, he, he hit a bar called the Cherry Bar in Melbourne. And uh, at this bar, there was a band playing, uh, and they were doing ACDC covers and, you know, covers of a lot of stuff. And Chad's like, oh, I like me some ACDC. So he said, hey, man, I'm going to get behind the kit, and I'm going to do a couple of ACDC songs. Plus, I mean, I love ACDC, but honestly, I think he could walk up and do an ACDC song even if he didn't know the ACDC song on drums. It's, it's always the same drum beat for That's the most funny. part. It's like doing a Ramones cover. It's like, okay, I think I can figure it out. <laughs> I mean, there's a couple of little nuances, but I'm sure actually he's a big ACDC fan. Yeah, and uh, he did If You Want Blood, You Got It, and Up to My Neck and You. Um, and here's, here's the bizarre thing, man. Again, you know, you don't know this is going to happen in your life. He's at this place called the Cherry Bar. Only 17 people in this bar as Chad Smith gets behind the drums and starts playing. Okay, so he goes from probably like 70,000 at like a stadium with the Red Hot Chili Peppers to 17. Yes. Uh, you know, or 17,000 if it's an arena, but still, thousands to... Yeah, thousands to teens. To teens. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if he had more fun doing the show in front of 17 people than he does in front of like 20,000, 30,000 100%. Just because he doesn't get to do that very often. Yep. Here's a little bit of what that sounded like, uh, Chad, doing those ACDC covers. The best part is he didn't show up. It's not like Chad shows up with like his own drumsticks. So one of the other drummers from one of the other bands is like, here, you can use my drumsticks. And apparently he broke them. 
Oh. So, so they took up, I mean, it's like $10. But yeah. I don't think, I don't think it, the guy's going to be bummed about that. But the best part is that they took a picture with that drummer and was able to get some like little pub for his band as well. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. That is pretty cool, man. Uh, you got to love, like you said, you love the fact that this is what the dude wants to do with his free time off, goes out, has a good time with some local dudes, and hangs out with young musicians. Probably makes him feel pretty young to be hanging out with some young people reminding yep. him of the day. The, the good thing is, I mean, what if it was a Will Farrell and they thought it was Chad Smith? And they're like, dude, get on the drums. And he's like, sure. I don't know what to do here. How disappointed would they be? They go, oh, wait, you're not Will Farrell. Get out of here. We I think were. they'd still be okay with it. Yeah. 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 All right. Oh, man, that's pretty awesome. And, you know, I always contend that he's such an underrated drummer. He's such a powerhouse behind that kit. But because of just so much insanity with the Red Hot Chili Peppers, nobody ever talks about Chad Smith. You got Flea who's doing crazy stuff. Rushante who's got, you know. He's had his ups and downs, but he's quite the unique and eclectic guitarist. And then Anthony Kiedis is mumbling something on the microphone. Uh, but, you know, he's actually an incredible front man. So he kind of gets lost in the mix, but he's such a powerhouse behind the kit. I know. It's, it's, it's a, it's, it really is a stretch for you to stick up for the unsung drummer. Yeah, fair, fair. Yeah. Yeah. It is funny to see, like, these huge bands just play these small venues. Like, Green Day does it all the time. Where mm-hmm. they just, you know, they have their, their side bands that they don't, and they announce yeah. the day of that they're playing. And it's like these small dive bars. And it's like... They must get so much thrill and almost like reinvigorated to do more stuff with Green Day. Dude, that time I saw R.E.M. do The Crocodile and Eddie Vedder jumped up there and it was like, this is so forever ago. But to see them and I've seen them live in an arena and watching R.E.M., not necessarily something I'm going to like suggest people go check. They're not. They're (laughs) they're fine. But like there's nothing there's nothing incredible about them live at an arena. But when I saw them at the Crocodile, it was like seeing them be a college rock band again. That's awesome. You know what I mean? Like playing like the small clubs and they were jumping, they were feeling it, they were smiling. And maybe it was also, we were, you know, a little uh, jaded because we're that close to the band. Yeah. But man, oh man, it felt like it was a whole different band. It felt like they were like 19 again. That's awesome. It could be. The uh, the idea that you get to go back to a venue when you were 19. But And it's a different, you know, it's a, you're not struggling. Yeah. You're not trying to figure it out. You, you you really can go, oh, we started here and we can appreciate this and know that we're not going to travel in some cramped yeah. van and go sleep in a, we're going to go sleep in a nice bed. Because <laughs> I can guarantee that Chad Smith was the only musician at this bar that was performing that night that was like, there's 17 people here? Awesome. <laughs> I bet every other person was like, this sucks. I can't yeah. believe we're performing in front of 17 people. Yep. Yep. Like, I had to lug my drums into this place. We had to carry all these amps and stuff, and there's 17 people, and eight of them are the other bands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. I've been there, and it's not fun. Yeah. It's not fun at all. No, it's the worst. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a question for you. This is, I think this is what you really need to ponder as you start your day. Why would a woman pour dog poop all over a car? Why not? Ah, all right then. There's your answer. All right, Steve may have other answers about this. He's got the mix report for you at 617 on The Rock. BJ and Migs, mornings on The Rock, 99.9 KISW. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 99.9 KISW The Rock. Of Seattle. 
well-informed on the issues of the day? Not this guy. Live from the KISW News Center in downtown Seattle, this is the Mix Report. Well, thanks, you guys. Thanks to Palace Law for giving us the Mix Report. And today is a day for Taryn Daly. Oh. It's International Cribbage Day. Oh, yeah, she loves the cribbage. She's the only person that I've ever met that plays that game. And then friends of Taryn as well. And is excited about it, too. Oh, because I host tournaments. Yeah, I've known people that have played, but they're not as, like, into it as she is. Dude, when we went to Summer Meltdown together, and we had our whole campsite with everybody. She had, like, a table and a little setup for anyone that wants to play cribbage. That's awesome. Uh, I'll I'll let you know. I never stopped at that table. (laughs) Other than set my drink down. I'm sure it's fun. I was just like, ah, this is too much for me. I'm wasted. Yeah. It's also National Flannel Day, so I feel like that's a holiday for all of us here in the Pacific Northwest. Oh, yeah. Wear your flannel. Be like Bowie when he went yes. to the All-Star Game, rocking the flannel shirt and the Nirvana shirt under it. Look at that. Yeah. celebrating today like Nor- like Pacific Northwesters. We should be. Yeah. Well, nobody told me. I know. You I know. told you right now. Yeah. Hey, well, I'm not at home, am I? <laughs> well, maybe that's why you should keep some wardrobe stuff changes here. There you go. Yeah, that's how uh, you... Yeah. I'll, I'll put that in my office. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you got a drawer. Thanks. Fold it up, put it yeah, in the drawer. Thanks, buddy. You know what? This is the, this is my esteemed career. I have a drawer. <laughs> you know what? Just go bike home and get yourself your flannel oh. because today is International Winter Bike to Work Day. Oh, okay. Okay. No. You know what? No. You're not going to do it? No. Why? Listen, I'm, the cyclists can just take spring, fall, and summer. Leave winter the F alone with your stupid bike. You know, I, I was curious because I was like, all right, bike to work. What would that? How long would that take me? So I go on, like, you know, Apple Maps, Ooh, and I just type in my address, and, and I hit, I change it from drive to cycle. It would take me three hours and ten minutes to get to work. Hard pass on that. Oh, good workout, wow. man. That's that a good is a workout, buddy. Dude, I've been trying to work in more cardio, and like you know, I, I tweaked my knee, so I wasn't able to run on the treadmill. And oh. So I was like, you know what? I'll just do uh, the bicycle. Man, after like five minutes, my ass gets sore, and I just get bored. I don't know how people do the cycling. Well, that's why you got to put a TV show on. I did have a TV show Oh, that on. didn't work. How about like you put on like, you know, one of those, uh, like that's, you know, Peloton, they'll have all those little scapes. Those little landscaping things, like you're driving on the It still the trail. didn't make my, my no. butt less sore. <laughs> oh, I got to wait for your butt to be less sore. Oh, do you? Will you massage it while I bike? All right. You know what? <laughs> that was not what you were recommending. Well, I would, if, you, if you give me a flannel shirt, maybe. Okay, fair. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a fan of cycling. It's not fun. How long is it going to take you to get to work? 41 minutes. That's not that bad. It's not terrible, but you know. When it's better it's, than three hours and ten minutes. That's very true, especially, but in the rain and the cold, you know, good. Mm. That's yeah, good. 41 minutes is a pretty good commute. I would do it, but I have a, a flat tire on my bike, so. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, now is the time to get it uh, repaired. Today. Yeah. Like, I, I got news for you. I'm just tired of the cyclists at this point. I want winter to be free. Cycle-free winter is all I'm asking. Cycle. I put up with them. I put them up with the other, the rest of the year. Why is it a tough been... life for you to put up with all those cyclists? Yes, it oh, is. I'm so sorry. It is. With all the driving he does. Yes. I do a lot of driving. Okay. Uh, if I were to leave Marysville and oh, try geez. to get to work, okay. it'll take me a minimum of four hours and 16 minutes. Ouch. Yeah. I minimum. thought I had it bad. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> How long does it take to just get the, just type in Mercer Island, obviously. Mercer Island? I don't think BJ's going to want to do the research Oh, it's probably this. a 20 minute drive. It's probably a 20 minute bike. You think 20? I'm thinking 35. Ooh, all right. Wow. You're probably right about 30. I'd say 30. I think it says 48. 48 minutes longer than Danny? Uh, maybe because you have to not you take You got that bridge. bridge. Yeah. Well, uh, he, yeah, you have to swim. 
Yes. Oh, right. I got to swim. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going to do a triathlon. Why not? All right. Let's head on over to Australia. How long is it going to take to get to Australia if we had not? Yeah. yeah. There's a lady in Australia who apparently did not like somebody that was parked outside of her house. So she did what every rational, and I should keep this as a page of my playbook whenever I want to get annoyed with my neighbors and they're parking in front of my house. I should do what she did, and that's uh, mix hot water with dog poop and then pour it on that person's car. Now you're uh, talking. Yeah. Finally, somebody is a go-getter, a now, woman of action. Mind you, the car was parked legally. It wasn't like as if they did anything wrong. They were just parked outside of her house, and she had it. She says, though, she was the victim, which I thought was pretty laughable. Oh, really? She's the victim? She yeah. says that she's been bullied. Didn't really give an example why. Apparently, though, this mixture of hot water and poop caused the vehicle to have a dent, a cracked windshield, what? and then damaged electronics. I don't know how aggressively she threw that feces on the car, but... Wow. Maybe it's like she slammed the bucket on there as well. Time to get a new or car. Or somebody... it's cold, so maybe that's why the windshield. Somebody's waiting to get their car fixed, and they go, Oh, God, I want to fix this windshield, this dent fixed. <laughs> you know, my wires aren't working right. Ooh, look, she poured poop over my car. It did all of it. Could you imagine getting back to your car and you witness that? Yeah. No. That I'm like, what you. the hell happened? Why is my car looking I mean, like it is? I mean, you know, you, you, if you live anywhere like a Ballard or anywhere where, you know, West Seattle, where you just, you have to park in front of people's houses if you want to go anywhere because there's just not a lot of parking in those places sometimes. Uh, you know, so what is she thinking? I mean, you know, people sometimes got to park in front of your house. It just also proves the way that she's looking and that attitude that it looks like in the video. It's just proof that the Karens exist outside of America. <laughs> she yeah. looks like a mega Karen. Yeah, she does. She's an Australian Karen. Yeah. Is that a different name for that? Like, I don't know. Karen. She a Bobby? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bobby. Yeah. Koala. A koala. <laughs> We are terrible yeah, we at Australian are. accents. Yeah, we are. Speaking of cars, I have the headline of the century, guys. All right. I mean, I think this is a no-brainer. Men with men with smaller wieners are more likely to buy flashy cars. Boy, oh. well, this is a this is a study that's been done forever. Yes, a team of psychologists from the University College in London decided to put together this research and found out that men who believed that their manhood was small wanted fancy cars more. Hmm. They also said that the desire to own a pricey car is linked to lower self-esteem. Wow. Well, I've, you know, I've, I've, I've known, like, you know, shorter dudes that will go out and buy... Giant now, trucks. Yeah, now, yeah, exactly. Now, I don't know about oh. their package size, but I just know that shorter dudes <laughs> will don't. go out and buy those big trucks. You know what? I should check, because there's a few shorter guys that are at the gym, and then they go... I'd see them when they get to their car, and it's like, they have to, like, climb up to get into the... Like, to just to get into their truck, because it's so lifted. Next time I'm at the gym and they're at the urinal next to me, I'll, I'll do some research. Yeah. I and then I'll get kicked out of my gym. That won't be a problem. No, I'm not going to do it's that. It's for science. I don't care about science. Science! I'm not staring at it. I'm not meat gazing. Oh, you're not meat gazing? Even for science. Not even for science. Hey, congratulations, too. They wrote me off. I ain't right back, though. That's the problem. I ain't right back. Let's go. No, no, it's not super exciting in the sense that, oh, he hasn't signed anything just yet. Still waiting to find out if he's going to still be with the Seahawks, Geno Smith. But he was announced and named the NFL Comeback Player of the Year. Oh, there's something we knew he should get. So that's going to help negotiations, I'd imagine, for the Seahawks and like try and get a discount deal. Yeah, you know, it's, I, I mean, I, it's a tough thing for the Seahawks because, yep. I mean, the guy is, you know, the guy did a lot of good stuff, but you got to pay quarterbacks to do a lot of good stuff. Dude, yeah, talk about doing a lot of good stuff. I mean, that, this is why, I mean, he had, uh, the, he led the league in completion percentage at oh, 69%. Nice. Right? He finished fourth in touchdown passes with 38 yes. passing yards with over 4,200. That's dunk. 
set franchise records for the Seahawks for yards, completion percentage, completions, and attempts. Loser. He also made the, the Pro Bowl the first time in his 10 years in the NFL. Any loser gets in the Pro Bowl. Also matter. set a record for not running a charity for kids that gives a little money to the kids. I mean, it's pretty impressive See, what that's this where guy he, has done. That's where he failed for me. <laughs> yes. He did start a charity and take all the money. I, uh, I, that, to me, is why he oh, shouldn't ever get money. What an incredible year for Jamie yeah. Smith. Also incredible year for the rookies. I mean, they didn't get the nod, but still, Kenneth Walker to third. He, uh, he finished second in the Offensive Rookie of the Year competition, or race, whatever, whatever you want to call it. The funny part is, he got the most first-place votes for Rookie of the Year on the offensive side, but he finished with less points than Garrett Wilson, because, you know, they give X amount of points for first-place votes, second-place votes, and so on. So he got 156 total points, and, and uh, Garrett... Uh, Gary Wilson got 156 total points, and Walker got 129 points, and that's why he didn't get Offensive Rookie of the Year. So Garrett must have come in second a lot. A lot, yeah. yeah that's what Absolutely. Yeah. Tariq Woolen, third in the Defensive Rookie of the Year voting. Uh, lost out to Sauce Gardner. A lot of people believe that he would be the Rookie of the Year on the defensive side. Lions defensive lineman Aiden Hutchinson came in second. Oh, yeah. But both of those guys were top four picks in the draft. How about uh, Tariq? Fifth round pick. Yeah. Pretty impressive season, you got to say. Hutchinson was something, though, this year. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, it was something with the New Jersey Devils. What the hell, Kraken? I thought we were good on the road. I thought so, too. You know, this whole All-Star break was a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they still haven't woken up yet. <laughs> they yeah. ended up losing 3-1. to one. one of those goals being an empty netter, so don't blame Grubauer. He played just fine. Uh, you know, some of these fans are. And actually, the first two periods were not that bad of play. Like, no. It was very, very similar to the Devils game here that we was, went to. I mean, it's a battle two really good teams. Yeah. And we did not win this one. No. Unlike the one we did at home. Up next, they're playing the New York Rangers tonight. And hey, that's not going to be tough. This team's on a three-game winning streak and just made a trade for Vladimir Tarasenko from uh, St. Louis, who's a really good goal scorer. So we might have a three-game losing streak mm. since the uh, All-Star yeah. break. Yeah. That's all right. You know, it's yeah. still there's still plenty of <laughs> there's plenty of time to catch up to the Vegas Golden Knights for first place in the Pacific. Yeah, I'm just hoping, man. I'm hoping this is just a, 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 a hiccup. I think it is. I and mean, Burakovsky's injured right now. You know, teams. I'm just keeping telling myself this, BJ. Yeah, hey, listen, I, I, you know what? I need you to remind me that it's okay. There's plenty of games left in the yeah. season. And there, if the season ended today, BJ, even with these losing ways, we'd be in the playoffs. Yeah. And that's all that matters. But we wouldn't be playing well in the playoffs. That's the problem if it ended today. Ah. Uh, yeah, so let's not have it into Once the second season begins, it's a whole new Oh, <laughs> the second season. All right. Hey, as far as weather, 51 degrees and cloudy. Oh, yeah, you know, the Super Bowl is this weekend. I don't know if anyone's going to watch that. Oh, is that, a, is that a thing? Yeah, I think it's happening. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, Sundays, it's all about Bluey, the play for me. But, you know, after Bluey, I'm going to get home and watch the Super Bowl. It's the Bluey Bowl. It's the Bluey Bowl. Okay. Uh, 51 degrees, cloudy today. Thanks to Beacon Plumbing, Heating, Septic, and Mechanical for giving us the mix report. And that's what's up. Yesterday, Steve did get this one wrong. What is the basic flavoring of the liqueur Kahlua? Chocolate. No. Uh, caramel. Nope. I don't, know, I don't think I've ever had a Kahlua. Oh, uh, it's, good. it's good. I'm going to go with uh, Dolce de Leche. No. <laughs> nice flavor, though. Yeah. Sorry, buddy. I like my Kahlua in my coffee. Coffee. Probably why they flavor it with coffee. you want a shot at beating Steve, you got it. 206-803-ROCK. We're playing Beat Migs at 647 on The Rock. Today's podcast was brought to you by Travis Gagne, bankruptcy attorney. He's here right now and has agreed to answer more of your questions about bankruptcy. 
What's the difference between filing for bankruptcy and credit counseling? Uh, credit counseling is a is a useful process in some circumstances, but it does show up on your credit. In fact, from a credit scoring standpoint, credit counseling shows up just like a bankruptcy, so it's going to affect your credit as negatively as filing bankruptcy. In credit counseling, the idea is, is that a credit counselor works with your creditors on your behalf to try to lower interest rates or work out payment plans with your creditors uh, to, to pay back your debt over time. Uh, in credit counseling, you almost always pay back 100% of the debt, sometimes at lower interest. And of course, some creditors will participate in that process and some won't. Uh, so you're usually left with kind of a mixed uh, result with credit counseling and of course, a high payment. Thanks, Travis. If you have more questions about bankruptcy, you can reach out to Travis anytime at choosetherightchapter.com. That's choosetherightchapter.com. Thanks for listening. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 